Hey, this is Rob G from Masa for the Raza, where we bring you music, art, social topics, anything local. I got a very, very special guest. That was Vic Silva. Was that you singing, or is that so? Uh, you were the guitar, right? I I just wrote the song. Oh, you wrote the song. I wrote the song. I produced it, and uh, actually, the story behind that is that's my primo Artie, and he. He knew the song. He'd come over and, you know, have a couple of beers. Why don't you sing that song, Vic? So he knew the words. We were doing the, the basic tracks, meaning nobody was singing in the studio. He says, can I sing it? I said, sure, man. And the rest is history. Is this the the famous Artie that you sang the <laughs> Yep, that's the famous guy that we had... That, the rest of us had to go save because he was with somebody. Yeah, like, that that was a funny track that I that I was first introduced to it. You guys were playing at the 18th Barrel in uh, San Juan Batista. San Juan Batista. Yeah, in San Juan. Yeah, and uh, you were telling the story about Artie and yeah, definitely, definitely that's one. What, what is it called? What, what is that song called? The other one is uh, Riding with the Boys. Riding with the Boys, and that's uh, off the what CD is that? Riding with the Boys is. Actually, off of uh, I have a live version on something called on a disc called Distance, but I did a studio version and that's on the new release, which is called Shattered Moon. Okay, and we heard a bunch of different versions of Shattered Moon, but uh, yeah, thank you for getting on the mic. This is the second time around that we try to you know get in the mic. Unfortunately, we're at the basement. A lot of background noises a lot of things that just didn't work out not only that i think it was mainly because you had so much stories and so many things and you have this long list of history and we were just like let's just sit down let's talk and let's try to put pieces together and i'm like this is a very hard puzzle piece (laughs) and you know what's worse i have more now oh my goodness life is to be lived life is to be enjoyed right now yeah, I look at it like the past is history, the future is a mystery, and the present is that it's a gift. So nice. I'm all about being happy right now, and that's the thing. Right, you're you're back again. You could say uh, I was I I kind of got on my board right here. You know, you have one, two, three, four. Uh, I guess about five albums. Uh, that that are are out there that you, they, uh, anybody can kind of uh, listen to. I have uh, more. Oh, you got more. Ew. Those are the only ones I cared to put out on a global basis. Yeah. And I had a cult following when I was in L.A., and they they knew my stuff. Yeah. They even they even reproached me. It was a couple of of gals at a at a theater I was playing at doing a concert, and they came up to me and said, "You sang the words wrong." And I'm like, I wrote the song. Give me a break. <clears throat> no, they wanted to hear it exactly how they they heard it in the recording. Yeah. Right? So I said, wow, I better be careful now. Yeah. Well, that, that's the beautiful thing about live music is that you're gonna get a different version of it, right? A lot of times when you're playing, you're, you're recording live, you just wanted to make sure you get the sound clean and and right, and um, and then when you go and you rock out and you can just pretty much play any version you want and that's what i do so quick background uh from east la mm-hmm. uh they call it east los now east los yes i have history there 
I have roots there. You were you were basically telling me, uh, giving me almost like a list of the first, you know, the, when there was the first uh, first uh, film festival. Yeah, Latin film festival. The first, I was there. I was representing Raza. Uh, the first they called it Latino Blues Festival. I was there. Uh, the first time that they did anything on uh, public access, I was there. And that's a funny story because I had a gal and a guy that were going to do the show. I just wanted to sit, kick back in the booth and enjoy all the things that they had planned. However, they didn't show up. And studio time is studio time. You either take your allotted two hours or you don't. Yeah. And so I said, well, then I'll host it. I ended up being the host and the recording guy and production and everything. Oh, so you just took over? <laughs> no, I just well, and in a sense, he, it, without without a without wanting to, warn, yeah, that's that's just the way it worked. But I've I've done all those things for the Rasa. I was the first guy to to have that show there and, and feature. You know, uh, I don't like labels, never have, but people from our cultura, people that that are that were from. Mexico or from East Los or whatever or from Pacoima. It didn't matter to me. I just wanted to get Rasa out there. Pretty much people that weren't really being shown in the mainstream. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And, you know, I we had a forum about that. And it, it's just something that, that I, I noticed that, like, if you listen to Spanish radio, Spanish meaning uh, Rasa that listens and speaks Spanish, right? So... They really don't want any part of Chicanos. They don't represent us. They don't play our music. And then mainstream music, uh, they don't represent us either. They don't want us either. So this guy, Carlos Santana, comes out, and he puts out all this stuff, and that's great. I love Carlos, love what he does. However, when there's a show or something, it's always, uh, well, let's get Santana or let's get Los Lobos. Nobody else is in the mix. Yeah. And then later on, you know, Rage Against the Machine came out and they're like, you know, well, they're they're part of the mix too. But then there was a movement where all the local artists uh, from all over the state, and I, I did, I, I produced their CD, I don't know how many songs, you know, and it was all... Uh, what you would call explicit lyrics. You know, I probably even shouldn't mention the words they were using, although we all use them. Mm -hmm. And I produced that, got that out there. And then I found that as, as time moves on, they don't even care about the Lobos. They don't listen to them. They don't listen to Santana. They're in a whole different thing. And, and of course that changes because now people have phones and they, you know, they want whatever they want now. But that's the big, that's the, I think as far as technology, there's always a, a, a downside to it, but there's an upside to it too. And I think that's one of the biggest things is that you can actually, you're not stuck listening to whatever the commercial industry is throwing at you anymore. You can actually explore and find something out there that's, um, in, in a sense, um, but sometimes it's it's even a little bit too much. <laughs> it's too much. However, there's, a, like you said, there's a downside to that because if you have uh, 
as an example, whatever you do online or they'll say, this artist sounds like this. And yeah, they're, they're always getting compared to us. They're always being compared to. And there's a service that I have in my car, and they send me things saying, well, you might like this, and we have a playlist ready for you. I mean, I don't even listen. I just delete it. I look at it like you're you're intruding on my civil liberties. I want to listen to what I want to listen to, and I really don't care about your opinion. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm wrong. I should listen to everything, and I do. And speaking of that, I, I like the way oldmonterey.org put it, and I had to put it on the board. I guess it was one of the events that you uh, attended, and they, and I'm, let me see if I can read it from here. But it says, to attend a Vic performance is to feel the blues, celebrate reggae, and breathe the timeless energy of rock and roll. Uh, and then then it mentions about when a man when a man and a guitar becomes one and magic moments ensure because I've heard you play. I was introduced to you by Paul. You know, he was taking pictures of you and he's like, you got to hear this guy play. Sure enough, once I heard uh, at the 18 barrel, I was like, beautiful, beautiful. How many guitars do you have, by the way? <laughs> oh, five or six. Not yeah. many. Not many. I, I get tired of some and I get rid of them. And then I'm like, oh, I should have kept that one. Yeah. You were showing me the Gibson yesterday. It was a Gibson, right? The Gibson. green. Yeah. Yeah. Les Paul Gibson, beautiful thing, and you wanted to get rid of it, and then you start playing, and you're like, oh, I remember why I'm playing, why I kept it. <laughs> yeah, now it's part of my, yeah. my thing again. You, you rekindled with your yeah, <laughs> your yeah, old guitars. Yeah. yeah, yesterday you just finished the, at the VFW up in Seaside. Unfortunately, I didn't get to, you know, I wanted to take footage of it and everything, but... uh they ate good. <laughs> Those meatballs were awesome. Oh, well, the food was good. Though. Yeah. Are you going to get some ribs today? Are they, they're going to do a little rib thing? <laughs> I, I already ate their ribs. Oh, man. I, could, I couldn't finish the ribs. <laughs> I had a great time there. And I really appreciate appreciate the fact that all the brothers really dug what I was doing. And all I'm doing is, is uh, blues music that I grew up with. So I... I, I I know you you really don't have like a set band, you know. It seems like it's just a collective of calling up and hey, are you available? Kind of a deal. Uh, my uncle, he's a mariachi player, and that's how they work. He's like, hey, you available? Are you available? There's a party over here. They want this, you know. So they pick and choose, and exactly. is that pretty much how it goes too? Or it's it's the same everywhere. And it got to the point where uh, years ago. I'm going to record or perform. I'm like, well, who's available? That's you just, yeah. you do that. Then I got to the point where, well, I want to get the best players I can get. And, and I've been fortunate that they want to play with me. Were you out for a little while or you were, you just, you haven't stopped on? Huh? I'm nonstop. Yeah. Because when I, I did stop touring and, and playing all over the place when my daughters happened, you know. Yeah. You were I, mentioning how I wanted to see, I wanted to see them grow I feel that life is important. And for me, I wanted to watch, you know, I wanted to watch my kids. I wanted to be there. And then I get, I get antsy. I'm like, well, then maybe I should work in the studio. And I started producing people. I started playing on their records and doing all that stuff. But, at, but at least I wasn't on the road, you know, I wasn't in Tulsa, Oklahoma or, Somewhere in Arizona. Yeah, I remember you were mentioning how you, you, you're you're eating yesterday, and you're like, yeah, man, I remember 
I was tired of Denny's food. Because <laughs> you're always on the road. And always on the road. And, and you, yeah, well, I mean, you can always tell a seasoned musician because the food comes first. You're, you know, you're being on the road. You're used to eating Denny's, whatever's available, yeah. you know. You get tired of McDonald's and all these other places. And not going too deep into it, but I, another thing I remember you mentioning is how how they looked, uh, especially back then, how they looked upon, down upon, because you guys were these long-haired, you know, I guess uh, hippies, or I don't know what you want to, whatever they... Long hair. Long hair, So the yeah. long-haired dudes came in, and the leaders, a Mexican, they always looked at me like a Mexican, and, you know, what do I know? I'm naive. I walk in there, and then you hear these comments, you know, oh, they look like girls, and this and this, and I'm like... Well, in the neighborhood that I come from, you know, I'm yeah. ready to throw down. However, we're outnumbered. Mm. You know, we would do, I remember one time we did this real famous biker bar in Riverside, California. And there was only about 150 Harley Davidsons outside. Place was packed. I'm doing rock and roll and blues. And I tell the guys in the band, now guys, behave. You get in any trouble, nobody's going to back you up here. <laughs> You know, we're outnumbered. <laughs> no, it was a great time. Great audience. Loved it, man. They We play their music. And that's the funny part. You can play at, like, the VFW. Then you can be at a biker bar. And then you can be at this little swanky. Uh, I, can be, I, I go it, with it, your Chibos. Yeah, so it, it's kind of a, very diverse of what you. That's why I think that's what's great that you're playing all these styles of music because it's just. Um, Actually, it is great because then not only that, I find that uh, I get a call to do a winery, and this is this is odd. I'm sure they have money, and they only want to pay so much. And I said, "Hey, I'll do it as a single." So there I am playing as a single, and it was a nice crowd. It was it was fun. <laughs> I'm playing Pink Floyd by myself. I'm doing, you know, you name it. I was just having a good time. I I think of my dad who's gone, and I think of Bob Marley, who's gone. Bob Marley's saying, don't worry. My dad would say, what are you worried for? So I don't worry if I'm with a group, if it's a three-piece, four-piece, 11-piece band, and there's a mistake, we call them train wrecks behind you, I'm going to smile and keep on going. I don't care. It's. I know you. it's a sense that it's not for bragging rights or anything like that, but it's very interesting to hear... Um, yeah. I know where you're going. They want to know how I can switch from this genre to that genre. And they say, how do you do this? And yeah. I'm like, well, I never wanted to be the greatest guitar player. I just figure I'm a complete guitar player. I'll play everything. I'll enjoy everything. And it's not about, you know, I mean, when I, when I was working with... Uh, Let's say the drummer from Sly and the Family Stone, you know, great drummer, Bill Lorden. And I worked with Bill for a couple of years. That was, you know, that was great. Whereas I, I was in, involved in an interview with one of the Eagles. And I won't mention his name because, you know, it was just, it wasn't a lot of fun when they, we didn't hit it off. Yeah. And whereas when I was with Gerald Johnson from the Steve Miller band, uh, I had a great time with Gerald, you know, 
and we're doing a club out in Redondo Beach, California, and Michael Jackson's keyboard player was the guy that was playing keyboard with us, you know, all these names, and I never cared for that. And then Michael Jackson's guitar player comes in, and he tells me, they called me Rasta in those days, and he says, hey, Rasta, can this guy sit in? I'm like, sure, man. And so he's going to play, they're going to do a song. I figured, well, I'm going go to go to the bar and get me a, a Coors, you know? Nobody drinks Coors except me. <laughs> and I get there, and I'm surrounded by a couple of babes. I'm like, man, I look good here. Somebody should take my picture. The babes look <laughs> way better than me. And this guy does a couple of tunes, and he's losing the audience, and Gerald's on the microphone. Hey, Rasta, come back up. And I, I wave to him and say, no, man, why should I? I'm getting paid. I'm having a beer with two babes, and you want me to go back up there? No. Like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I was good. You know, those, those moments. I'm on cloud nine. <laughs> there you go. No, I went back up there. I could hear what was happening. Because, I, like I said, that, that oldmonterey.org, how they mention it, it's just like when a man and a guitar becomes one, how, how do they become one? It's just, you know. That, well, that, that line kind of killed me. Oh. And I think... Um, a lot of times when I play, I just give it back. I give it back to the source. I'm I'm into, like I said, creativity. I'm probably naive, but I'm I'm not thinking anymore. I'm just enjoying that I'm alive and well right now, and I'm giving you my soul on that particular moment. And I would much rather well, it's who I am. I'd rather give back. My way of giving back is something that I've dealt with, but, you know, I don't say this egotistically, but I, some people actually like the way I play, and it makes them happy. They come back to see me. So I figure if I can make you happy by playing, which is something that makes me happy, then that's the way I give back to to my brothers and sisters here on this earth plane. I, that's my way of giving back. But if there's any young groups, young musicians or whatever, and and I can help, by all means, call me. Get a hold of me. Smoke signals, whatever. <laughs> Smoke signals. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's get to your album. You have a new one coming out. It's out. It's oh, it's already out. The out. is the Shattered Moon you're talking about. Or? Shattered Moon is the title. Yeah, Shattered Moon is on the is yeah just came out this year. Awesome picture uh, from uh, was that Paul's? Yeah, and I put made sure to put his name on the picture so that the whole world could see it because there's another talented Chicano, you know. And yeah, he, you know, it ain't about me. It's about me giving of myself and sharing. And and Paul is you know the it, picture tells it all. Yeah. It's really, really, really nice. Um, before we even end this off, uh, I was mentioning to you about well, one of the hardest things right now, and I know the industry has changed, um, is for somebody even actually, uh, there's, I just came to some open mics. Uh, yesterday I was at the open mics, and, you know, you have these talented people, and they're, they, I've, it's a beautiful thing to see their progression. And now some of them are to the point that it's like, they can actually get a paid gig, but that's where it kind of stops. Like as far as them knowing how to even get a paid gig, what are certain things that they need to, 
you know, learn or have to basically prepare for. Well, if you're going to, if you're choosing music, first of all, you're not going to make any money. Nobody wants to pay you. That's why they have open mics. But there's a lot of talented people. Everybody's got a heart and they give you their heart and you listen to it and you're like, okay, wow, all these people need is a helping hand. But there's no school to teach you that. It comes down to uh, experience. You, How do you get the gig? First of all, get to the place where you can shine on a gig. Look at it. Check it out. Say, okay, I want to play at this, let's say, starting at a basic level. I want to do this club. Go to that club and see what they're doing. And then prepare yourself. It's all in preparation. You know, people that make it, it's, oh, he's an overnight success. Yeah. 14 years in clubs, overnight <laughs> success. So it's, you know. You kind of have to build your profile, right? In a sense, like, I, I guess, that, yeah. I don't know, that's probably the wrong terminology, but like uh, making, I guess you could say, I don't want to say make a name, but let them know, you know, uh, well, that that's, your existence in before you even. That's exactly it, because that's something, <laughs> that's something I've neglected. I've always neglected, except in musician circles. They know who I am. But, you know, playing here, playing and performing in Salinas, performing in Soledad, in Greenfield, in, in, you know, in Monterey, all these places, nobody knows me. So how did I get the gigs? I don't tell anybody. But when you're, when, you know, you have to, you have to go out there and tell people who you are and what you do, so you give them a, a promo package and, you know, well, I think it's you, you, you want privacy, right? Like you enjoy yeah, the yeah. privacy. I, enjoy. I love the music, but you know, I also enjoy my privacy. So that's a, you're keeping that balance <laughs> going. It's very important to me. And then I, I realized that, you know, who am I? I? I just give it all back to the source. I'm grateful. I'm a rich man. My, my family loves me. I'm just talking about my immediate family. The rest of my family, they lead their lives and I lead mine. Nobody really has time except like somebody dies and then we all, oh man, you know, hey. Good. Let's leave this with, because uh, I know you always come out with like these life quotes, these quotes, things. A lot of people don't have that. Is there anything that, any kind of quote or anything that always sticks to your head? Change the way you look at things and the way you look at things will change. And like Cesar Chavez used to say, si se puede, you can do it. But be focused, like Bill Gates said, you know, be focused in what you want to attain. And yes, you can do it. And I don't think I was ever focused. I was too happy being a sideman or playing and recording. And now I'm focused on, hey, I'm Vic Silva. I'm in your town. I love Salinas. I love Chole. I mean, Soledad. Chole. Let's call it Chole. chole I, I haven't heard that term. Chole, Grifas. Yeah. There you go. And Salas. You, all that. All that. I and Gonzado. Don't forget about I, I love all that. And I like, I love when Rasa comes up to me and, and we can, we can talk. I did a reggae show in Chole and there was a, a, a guy and he was with two older people and the woman was crying and I didn't know, I didn't know how to, relate to them mm -hmm. and they told me that they were listening to the songs and they like what was being said on Rootsman Dance and 
I, I just, all I could say was, thank you. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. And when, you know, that's what means something to me. When I can reach your father and mother and you, and it's just the gift of, of the song. I, I just happen to be the guy that, that the energy came to and I happened to write it. And those are, those are the moments you kind of live for, right? Yes. It's not, yes. it's not the moment of like, I'm going to get this record deal or I'm going to get this thing. It's like these, that uh, you're able to perform and you're able to have those certain moments, those stories and, um, truths. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty interesting. Actually, part of the song Chicano Reggae, you know, I can never forget all my people anywhere where I can see the beautiful brown faces. And, and don't misunderstand me. I mean, I play for everybody. They say, hey, your Chicano reggae thing, are the musicians all Chicanos? No. White, black, Asian, they're all with me. I'm with them. There's no, there's no color bound in, in music or not in my music. There shouldn't be. It's, it's all about that drummer's putting his heart out, that bass player's right there that keyboard player, those horns, those singers. I mean, I got gospel singers singing in the in the Nahua language. I love it. So Shatter Moons, it just released. You can uh, listen to it on Spotify. It's everywhere. Yeah, so it's I, in all, I, all platforms, right? Yeah, I think yeah. they just kind of dump it out it. everywhere, but... Uh, I, I always do Spotify for some reason, but yeah, just Google it up. Google Vic Silva. Yeah, you, they'll tell you where to buy. Yeah, it. actually, if you, I, I right away when I put Vic Silva, uh, your artist information just popped up. I'm probably offset, but there is a little clip that I I got. I I don't know if you heard it. The YouTube, the live of the 18 Barrel. Mm. I took my I personally kind of did a little it. recording stuff like that. Hopefully, uh, uh, if you don't mind, uh, I you know if they want to kind of quickly listen to a live performance and stuff, but. Either way, uh, get your copy. <laughs> Thank you. Get your copy. Give them some feedback. Get you know, get the algorithm moving, and you know, show them where 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 the, where the love is coming from. Um, Roots Man Dance, Distance, Off the Shelf, and the new one, Shatter Moon, new album. Definitely uh, see them live. Uh, I will be posting up. So let me know when you have uh, something coming up. And uh, it's appreciated. Yeah. We're inside the Salabide Media, so definitely follow uh, Masa Florasa, also uh, Salabide Media, and uh, Salinas Underground Podcast. Thank you guys, uh, Salinas uh, Salabide Media, for lending the space. And thank you, Vic, for coming down here. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. And a, a shout out to you for doing all this. And you do it for the rasa. I do it for the love. I, I ain't getting paid at all there for this. <laughs> so support yeah. Rob and Masa por la raza. Gracias. <laughs> Thanks. Masa. Masa.